How you going, mate? Hey, what's up, man? How you going, bro? How you doing, buddy? Nice to meet you. Pleasure, pleasure to be talking to you, bro. You're a funny cash right now. <laughs> how are you? Good, good. What's going on? How did you start this? In free, use, how did you use Instagram to become so famous? Um, well, I mean, I started on YouTube way before the whole girlfriend and now my fiance. So uh, I'm actually a military vet. I served in the army here. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah, I did four years active duty for the U.S. Army. I was a military policeman, 31 Bravo. And so... Wow, well done. Yeah, so, I mean, in high school stuff, I was always a class clown, I hated school, I was always fucking off, and I was like, I can't go to school, I, I don't want to go to college, so I joined and uh, enlisted in the Army at 18, and then, um, in the Army, in the U.S., right, you've got U.S. Army, and then you've got your last name, so, uh, my last name was Hamilton, so Hammy came from my last name, that was my nickname in the Army. Oh, I get you, I get you. Yeah. How did you meet Mrs.? I met her through mutual friends, so she came on later. I started, you know, I did a 15-month tour in Iraq, and then when I was over there, I promised guys that I would uh, pursue an entertainment career, and so after I came back, it took me a little while. I had bad PTSD and anxiety and shit, so it took me a little bit, but, um... Yeah, considering what you've been through, you're pretty fucking normal now, bro. Fucking... I do, yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Actually, the fucking funny cut, bro. You and your missus are a perfect match. How did you meet her? So the first time we actually met, I had had a girlfriend at the time. She had a boyfriend, but we met at a bar. She fucking ripped my shirt off. <laughs> and that was the last time I saw her. And, uh, two months later, she was single. I was single. I was like, hey, let's hang out. And so, um, you know, we met up. I was nothing crazy. And then, um, yeah, you know, the rest is kind of history from there. Right. Well, you, you know, before you started with her, how big was your Instagram for you like become a team and started and you got your blue tick and that? How did you get like it's fucking so interesting using that platform and you've made something out of yourselves like straight out? So when I went to Instagram, it was just with her. We actually only started a year ago and a month about a year and two months ago on Instagram. That's wow. it. Yeah, we blew the fuck up on Instagram. Fucking use a massive butt now, bro. Yeah, we're growing really quick. We're growing like we grew twenty thousand just yesterday, thirty thousand a day before. So it's all just like you know, it's all just. I'm sure they'll put you. I'm sure they'll put you in the media. I've done a story the other day with uh, a TV show, put, put like some guys from the Married at First Sight. Uh, that's why I was late to call you. I literally got it sent to me. They've already done a story about it, so I'm sure they'll do a story about this one. Every time someone comes on here, they just put it in the paper and they start making a big deal because I don't think they're used to people like myself interviewing people on that so the media he's like sort of got a bit of interest in me in that sense but um i was going to ask you as well have you ever got in trouble by the law for doing any like serious pranks um i i've never gotten in trouble we've had some crazy shit happen like me and her like one time when she was shooting roman candles at me the fireworks she lit the half the kitchen on fire whoa so put that out. <laughs> uh, i had to go to the hospital when she put my hand to my dick what? i Say that again, man. She super glued my hand to my cock when I was sleeping, <laughs> and we couldn't get it off. So I had to go to the hospital and put some type of shit. And I thought I was kidding around. We filmed it all. It's on our Instagram. That was a while back. Where do you get the IDs for this stuff, bro? Oh man, I'm fucked, bro. I mean, I got PTSD and stuff, but uh, I'm gifted with like creation, and she's just got crazy ideas. So it's like a match made in heaven. So. You know, she's actually an introvert and I'm an extrovert. So she's more calm, shy. And yeah, I'm I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> she lights you on fire for so calmly. I watched the one in your, you're in bed. She lit your socks up. <laughs> yeah, she does all kinds of shit. You know what? People, I just put a poll out. I sleep with my socks on. I always have my whole life. I guess that's weird, dude. I didn't know. So I, I literally sleep with my socks on. <laughs> Bro. Oh, this can't be real. He's sleeping with the socks on. Like, dude, that, that one was legit. Like. Some of the shit we do is supposed to be skits. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. A lot of times what we also do is what's supposed to be a skit turns out to be real. So sometimes pranks actually come from what's supposed to be a skit, but then it just it, that it's not end up being a skit. It ends up turning into something, something real. Like, yeah. well, I think that's why you're so fucking massive in that because it, lo it looks fucking hectic, first of all, and it looks like you're at war with your missus. <laughs> like, who needs enemies? When you've got her, like, your enemy could just message her and say, oh, fuck him up tonight. She'll fucking be so happy just to fuck you up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, we have fun, like, 
so the car one that we just did that really exploded i don't know if you guys saw the one where we're, it's called uh you know when you're in the car with bay and your song comes on it was playing uh <laughs> uh missy elliott she had no i just said like oh i'm gonna freak out when the song comes on but i ended up going out through the sunroof in traffic jumped right up the back and she really had no idea so when people see reactions that's like her real re- she she has no idea she never knows what i'm gonna do and i never know what the fuck she's gonna do you know so, i even just wanted to fucking just smash her head in for doing something to you that's pissed you off to get you fucking bitch you know i got pissed i think the most pain i ever was in was when she put pepper spray in the backup shower head and it got all over my dick that was the worst pain yeah that would be fucking ugly straight out but you but but to be fair man didn't you put uh pepper in her panties or something yeah that worked out really good too that was good. <laughs> Bro, I'm thinking of doing the same to a girl I'm dating. I'm going to start fucking her up, bro. Straight out. Not for the, not, not for a show, just to get self-satisfaction. Just fucking put a little bit of pain in. But I, I watch you guys. I don't know how you do it, bro. He's a fucking... I, I don't know he's not, why he's haven't got a TV show. Have he's been offered anything from this? Have you had any opportunities come? I mean, we're talking to a lot of celebrities. It's kind of like really picking up now. So um, now doing an interview with msnbc i mean we got um four just hitting us up so like right now it's like i always said it's like taking a snowball and rolling it down the hill right now it's starting to roll and get bigger and bigger and bigger and like we've never changed our style it don't change bro no instagram everybody follows each other they copy each other they do what's going on they're always just us so it's like people are now going to our page and what happens is they love every video and it just goes blows up because everybody's your content compared to i'm not bagging out the people in australia and that but your content and theirs your ones are constantly every video is like fuck you know what i mean it's not like you do one good one and there's 10 shit ones your ones are all backing each other up i don't know how the fuck he's doing man straight out yeah yeah it's it's um and or the skits even the skits like we were filming the one where, like, you take her coffee, you know? And, I, you know, she was supposed to just yell at me. She broke the whole fucking shit. <laughs> you know? like, well, are you gonna, I want to ask you a personal question. When are you getting married to her? She's going to prank you on the wedding day. Yeah, we just got engaged uh, a month ago in St. Thomas. She had no idea. We went for my birthday. Thank you. So uh, we are planning the wedding. We're thinking December 2020. So next year, 2020, December. Well, I wish you all the luck for that, brother, because I know she's going to plan something massive for that. She's going <laughs> to... I hope you survive it, but she'll be doing something fucking... Like, I've watched your videos. It's actually scary thinking the way she... Like, the way your minds work, but you're lucky you haven't actually seriously hurt yourselves doing what you do, but you're fucking great at what you do straight the, straight out. I wish I could do that with one of my... Like, with my partner. But it's just, I don't know how you do it, bro. Like, I'd end up killing them by accident and I'd be in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, the the um, when she put the scorpion on my head, that was fucked up. I got cockroaches up in my fucking closet right now. I don't even know what I'm going to do with them yet, but they're like this big. <laughs> Where's she now? Where's your missus now? She's probably plotting right now. No, she's in, um, so she's actually fucking so much wedding shit. She's actually a, a maid of honor or whatever you call it for a woman in two weddings. So she's at a bachelorette in Mexico for the weekend. Oh, nice. That's our favorite place. We love Mexico. That's like our number one. I tried to go there last year. I got arrested, deported to Chile, stuck in Chile for five days, then deported to Panama. Never again, bro. I tried to get to Mexico. It was the DEA fucking ruined my whole trip. You're going to be on Locked Up Abroad, dude. It's my favorite show. Locked Up Abroad. <laughs> have, have you, uh... Have you, uh, uh ass, you know? Oh, well. Have you ever... Have you ever gotten a... Sort of... Has a skit ever gone too far for you? Yeah. Well, you've thought, fuck, this has gone far. I, you know, you would think it would be something too crazy, but I don't like when she fucked with my Mustang. So my Mustang <laughs> is like my car when she got the powder everywhere and all that. Yeah, 100%. Ah, like, dude, I actually, like, almost cried. I went back in the house, and I was like, I told you never to, to touch that because it was a mess, dude. <laughs> and so I think that's, like, the most upset I got. As for her, um, I don't know. You know, I've done so much shit. What, what have, there's been a few times I slept on the couch. Probably, like, definitely, like, pouring milk on her fucking head. <laughs> Is that actual hot coffee on the head? The, the, no, that was cold. That was iced coffee. I was gonna say, bro, you were fucking ruthless. <laughs> Fuck that. That's 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 like, uh, yeah. Let's not get a domestic violence charge. <laughs> How do you deal with the fame, bro? Like going from being like normal living to being, you can say you're famous, hundred percent, mate, because you're on a Australian podcast. So we've heard of you. 
in the other side of the world. So obviously you're famous. You can't take that away. You're fucking massive. How the fuck do you handle that? I mean, a lot of times I really like it. Um, so for example, um, what was it, like another day ago, my parents, I can't really go to my parents' house because everyone knows who I am. That's the house that I grew up in. And so uh, I, I love it. I, re- I fucking love it. I get to meet and talk to all these people. But like, it's just crazy to me that I took something that never existed and made it. And so like, yeah, touch wood, brother. Touch wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like um, the other day. There was these nine girls out, front, you know, on the corner selling lemonade. I just went by. You know, I get a pretty nice car. And when they got closer, they didn't really care about the money. They're like, oh, it's Hammy. So I just gave them a hundred dollar bill, and they're all screaming like the Beatles. You know, <laughs> so it's like I don't think it ever gets old, man. It's really, really. I, I'm a people person, so I love it. My girl. She's iffy. She's an introvert. Sometimes she smokes a little weed and she don't want to get bothered when she's out, but she still loves it, man. We really love it. We enjoy the fans. That's why we do it. What would and you do if he's broke up? God, I hope he's done, but what the fuck would you both do? Where you already had your thing going before her, but now you're at the point where you're a fucking massive. There's so a- where would you go and what direction could you possibly go? Would you stay together just for a business venture or would you fucking, how would you do that? I mean, it would never happen now because of this, and this is what we want to do our life and have kids, but... I hope to God you have 20 kids, bro. I'm just giving you a hypothetical because people want to know, what would you do if you broke up? God God forbid, you know what I mean? If you broke up, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an entertainer. But she's a professional makeup artist. She's always busy. Everyone wants to book her because of what she does. So we would survive, and I would keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, he's, a fun, he's both funny. He's got, obviously, he's a gifted. You could put it to... You could have a fucking kangaroo with you, and you still make it funny. You know what I mean? You're good at what you do. Yeah, so I had videos before her. I had some big viral videos before her, like, alone. I had some crazy shit I used to do, dude. Like, like back in the day, one of my biggest series ever did, like, tons of views was... uh, It was called Get My Tinder Date High. So over here, the date nap Tinder, right? I would put that... I want to meet up and smoke weed. So girls were like, yeah, let's chill. You're good looking. Let's meet up. So what I did was I took a vape cartridge, right? Like, you know, vape juice? Yeah. Nothing in it, dude. Like, no nicotine, just juice. (laughs) So it looked like there was uh, marijuana. And they all smoked, and I filmed it on the dash, and they all thought they were high. They were like, oh, I'm fucked up. So that was really big. I had some really big hits. That's hectic. Well, I'm going to try to do what you do. And if I ever get big, everyone's going to know, oh, to you, bro. Because I'm telling you, I sat and watched all your videos yesterday. I was just going from one. Bro, I got to a point where I was like, I gotta fucking, I gotta go do things. I gotta fucking switch. I was gonna block ya and it come back and unblock ya because I was just fucking watching. I'm thinking, fuck, I need to get into this. This is fucking hectic. hectic. Dude, I would have sent you a dick pic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking funny cunt. All right, bro. When you, uh, when you met your missus, was she doing the same thing online or? No, no, no. She was, she was never the. I was always the entertainer. She was um doing professional makeup and um you know a bartender. So so how do you look? So was it hard convincing her to try to get on your videos, or how did that go down? She already did this. This was us. We were always pulling shit. I was always fucking with her, and she started fucking with me. And I was like, "Do you want to just film it?" And so we got security cameras all over. You know, we got cameras, and so we just started filming and people just went fucking ballistic you know like the first one we did did like 160 million views fuck yeah that did um 160 that was, million views yeah we actually got one that did 248 million on facebook 1 million shares bro i applaud you i applaud you to come on my show my baby show being so big if i had bro i get fucking couple of million fucking impressions and I walk around here, but I don't want to talk to these person too good. I don't know how the fuck you <laughs> 200 million people. I'd be, you'd have to do a fucking uh, email to even say hello to me and book it in for a hello for the next day. But like, nah, I can't say hello to you today. I'm too busy. <laughs> You've kept yourself grounded. That's why you're so successful, bro. Because I don't know how the fuck you handle it. And you're so cool about it. A lot of it's just um, like every single day I wake up, I meditate. Every single day I read. Every single day. Because there's a lot of business that goes along with it as well. Like a lot. It's not just like a quick video. Like I could spend three hours just looking for a thumbnail. You know, like it takes a lot to go in. I can imagine it. So it's, um, you know, there's a lot more than what people think. A lot of shit goes into everything. Especially business-wise. And a lot of these creators end up not being successful because... You know, they're promoting too many other products. If you notice, we barely promote anything. Like, yeah, any- I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen so, that. 
You know, we're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you guys fucking we use this vape company and the next week they're promoting another vape company. You know, like it's it's they're ruining their brand. They're ruining their audience. Yeah, I think that's why you're fucking so big. Like I, last night I was with my boys. I went to dinner. I'm in a motorcycle club. So anyway, just to show you how big you are. I had like 30, 40 boys, I think, were sitting on a table. And I go, listen, I've got to leave. I've got to get up early. And they said, well, what the fuck you got on? You can't. You got caught or something. I said, nah, I've got to get up in the morning and film these famous people from America. And they said, who the fuck's coming on? They thought it was like Kevin Gates or rappers and that. Because I'll be speaking to a few big rappers. And I go, nah. I go, nah. I go, it's this bloke. They look. They go, fuck, bro. They go, we want to come over. He's the funniest cunt. So you've even reached bikey gang. Like, we're gangsters. You know what I mean? I don't know if you're aware. I don't like to use that term. But I come from a different walk of life. So even in our world, they all knew you, bro. Like, straight the fuck out. Every single one of them was like, fuck, bro, please, when you're there, do a FaceTime, let us talk to him. I said, nah. I said, I'm not interviewing the bloke. I'm not going to ask him for his fucking autograph. I said, fuck off. But that's what shows you. Hey, you want to see, you want to see my manager just watching. You guys want to see the man behind the camera? Yeah, yeah, 100%. The man, yeah, the, the man that makes it happen. Give me a look. Give me a look. This is the guy who makes it. This is my dude, Dave. What's up, yeah, man? Brother, I need your help, bro. We need, we need to grow like him. You got to help us, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we pay we pay good money bro hit me up <laughs> yeah so he he helps with a lot of my stuff too you know once you get you know all the dms and stuff i try to get back to everybody and i try to do as much as we can it's all about interaction i do what i do because of the fans so i don't you know i i really yeah 100 mate let me tell you for you coming on my show and that show's top person you are you're a fucking good bloke 100 you're down to earth you could have just shunned me and said nah fuck off i'm you're not on our level and this and that I see you're a down-to-earth person. That's why you're succeeding, bro, because you talk to the normal people like myself and my mate, and you, you're not being a... Like, you were feeding him straight away, said, yep, I'll come on this day. You're a fucking good bloke. I really appreciate it, brother. How did you meet your manager? My manager, I actually uh, have known since for years. You know, he's, he's got the passcode to my Instagram, so that's how close Fuck, we are. Fuck, the password to your Instagram? He tries to get my one. I said, no way. Oh, <laughs> fuck, that's hectic, brother, straight out. That's some trust there, bro. So all these girls that are, think they're sending news to me, this kid's over here whacking off. <laughs> Tell him to send me it, bro. I need it, bro. I can imagine the girls eating you. I need your password, bro. I'll give you 200 grand for your password. He's a little weird, though, bro. The only, the only pictures he saves is dick pics, so I'm starting to wonder about him. He's probably in love with you, the dirty cunt. He's going to sabotage your marriage, the fucking dirty cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brother. I'm just mucking around with you. Yeah, you don't care, dude. He's used to me, man. Um, you, you guys want to hear what our tip? This is our typical conversation between me and him. This is literally what we text. Hey, bro, I'm going to fuck you. We're rolling on Instagram. He just says, Hop. do it for the boys. I said, when I see you, I'm going to fuck your ass. This is how we talk, dude. Like You talk all that for each other? Dude, yeah, we just said crazy shit, dude. You're a fucking funny cunt. You yeah, know how I it think is. he's in love with you. I think he's in love with you. Try it out. I, th I think he's secretly in love with you. He loves every time you say, I'm going to fuck you. He's doing them ones. Jerking <laughs> 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 it so hard. No, he does a good job, though. He's He's been with me. He's known me for a long time. So, And he, he actually, he became an entrepreneur, quit his job and walked out. And I just, I needed a manager. So we linked up like well, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's how it works. If he's ever come here, bro. I've got a few houseboats and that, massive ones. You could come. I've got a few places that I could put you in. You just need somewhere to stay. I know they need it, but I could hook you up over here. I appreciate you coming on and you're a fucking champion. If you ever come here, brother, let me know. If I can help you with anything at all, just message me and mate, I'll make it happen. You just let me know when you want to come. Bring your manager too because I'm going to fuck him up the ass too. Nobody joking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he only will let he's on birth control so <laughs> i wanted to ask you man so what's your what's the future plans for you and your brand so we actually uh we want to do a show um we got one series that we're starting to film is uh naked and afraid oh hectic so unfortunately you're not going to see any tits and ass and dinkies because that's not allowed but you know the whole thing is supposed to be funny like obviously we're not out in the fucking woods like these people do you know what i'm saying we're in our backyard right. but you know i love the sketches so we're going to be launching a website coming up uh more exclusive content because obviously instagram and all that is pretty restrictive like we want to film crazier shit but yeah, instagram's shit bro they get banned for nothing Facebook too, YouTube, they just want you to sit there and play with Play-Doh, dude, and finger your shitter, you know, I don't understand yeah. what they want. Bro, I will fucking pay money to watch you with no limits, 
Imagine you, boy. Imagine you, misses no limit. Fuck me, dead, mate. I'm telling you, your show would kill it. If you've got a show, the whole world would tune in because if you if you're doing what you're doing on limited like rounds, imagine what you do when you got a free. Fuck, I could just imagine. Someone will die. God, I reckon someone will die in your pranks. If you've got no limit, something fucking bad will happen. Hey, something. I, I all I know is is that a lot of stuff gets cut out because we can't go full notch because of we don't want. What's the point? It's gonna get removed. So. You know, um, that's kind of restrictive. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I want to own my own shit. You know, I don't own Instagram. They can just cancel me tomorrow and I'm done. So I want my own platform, my own you know, library, and I want my own fucking, you know, this is my world and I do whatever the what fuck. What do you do like a jackass? You know what they done? Yeah, I actually... But um, you and your so- missus would be hectic. A woman and a man, that would be the t- best team, bro. Oh, dude, we actually, so I actually grew up watching CKY in that way before that Jackass even came when I was a kid. Um, I've talked to Bam. I actually did a trailer for Johnny Knoxville's new video that came out not long ago with Paramount Pictures. I did some stuff for them. So we've, we've worked, we work with some big people. Like I was just talking to Waka Flocka, Lil Wayne. We got a lot of people that watch our shit. So, you know, it's funny when like celebrities share our shit. We're like, you know, that's when we're like, oh fuck, I guess we're actually kind of getting big, you know. Brother, like, you're a celebrity yourself. I don't think you realize, bro. I'm telling you, uh, there's a hundred actors out there you don't hear off, but you guys, fuck, everyone knows he's here, bro. Every kind I mentioned you to said, bro, I was gonna bring on someone else today, uh, massive rapper. I'm not gonna say his name because I mean him. I gotta understand he's just got all these contracts and that. But I, I cancelled him. I said, no, I'll do you on Wednesday. He goes, what? He was, like, he was shocked. I didn't tell him it was because of you. He's gonna see it now. But I brought you on because you. This guy had a massive fan base too. But everyone knew you. It's fucking weird. Like everyone here, everyone asked. They go, "No, nah, bro, get get him on, get him on. Fuck that rapper. Get this bloke on. He's a funny cunt. There's too many rappers in the world. These guys are fucking funny. Bring them on. Come on. There's a lot of rappers. There's a lot of rappers. It's like kind of oversaturated. Yeah, right like now. yeah, we've used as a limiter. There's not many people like you and your missus in the world. That's fucking for sure. Our plan is to just take over all of Instagram platform. Like we want to be that couple that when you come to Instagram. You know who we are. Not only that, I'm not some creators I do enjoy, but the mass vast majority suck, dude. Like I don't like their shit. It's boring. Yeah, they, oh fuck them. They're fake cunts. They're all just fake fucking people, man. They sell out for money. I don't care about money. I just laugh because people are paying me to do what I've always done. I love, you know, like yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. I just we love our fans. Like our fans are everything. People I spend more time in my DMs answering them, replying. Um, you know, every video I like to give out money, you know, I like to fucking keep my shit and run it and do it for these people, you know? If you could work with someone here, like Luke Irwin, um, Dorothy and all them guys, who would you choose to do do a mad fucking prank with? Probably the Jalals. I know them actually. They're my mates. I was just on the phone to I was literally just on the phone to them. You know what I mean? It, Ask him, tell him, say, listen, fuck it. You want to laugh? They're trying to get me a blue tick and they fucking sent some message to someone in uh, LA. Ask Jilao when you speak to him. The guy replied, this is the first gangster we've actually applied for. They go, this is weird. And they asked Jilao, how do you know this guy? Did Jilao call me this morning? He goes, you want to fucking laugh? I go, what? He goes, bro, I applied for you to get a blue tick. He goes, because everyone knows you. Because over here, my name's pretty big in the sense in the Australia and that. He goes, bro, you need a blue tick straight out. He goes, you haven't got a big following base, but the whole Australia fucking knows you're in the media every week. So you applied for me for some guy, and the guy replied, yeah, he goes, mate, there's been 800 articles on him, 100%. He goes, but he's a gangster. He goes, how do we apply for a blue tick for a fucking gangster? So when you speak to Jilea, ask Jilea, he'll tell you. Jilea's a good mate of mine. He's a fucking funny cunt. Yeah, if you if you work with him, I'll probably see you if you're over here. I'll bring you to Sydney, and I'll, I'll help you do something massive over here, massive prank on someone. I've got facilities where I can make it happen for you as well. Um, I'm close with them, all three brothers. I'd also, obviously, Jackson, Luke, I'd like to work with all of them. Um, all those guys, definitely. I've been with talking and working with them for a while now. So I would definitely try to get with everybody while, while I'm there, you know, and film everything. What is it, what is it like, uh, you know, choosing your collaborations? How, how do you go about that? We've actually only done one fucking collaboration. Will you believe that? <laughs> one. We did one. Um, uh, I don't care how big the person is. I just have to like what they do. And there's not many that I... You want the blue check mark and you come over here, just bring some knee pads and I'll get you to the right guy. You know? <laughs> I wish I'd come to America. <laughs> oh, fuck you, cut on this Jerry. On this fucking Jerry to what you said. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, it's funny that I'm like you because I have I have tattoos all over. So yeah, you're inked up heavy. So you, you understand you get stereotyped. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, you're either military or prison over here. So Bro, I, I was a national president of the Nomads Motorcycle Club. I'm still a nomad and I've retired, but I'm just re kicking back now doing YouTube and podcast. But I get stereotyped. Right in Australia, if you Google my name, you see what they say about me, bro. They make up all these fucking lies. Like even about my YouTube, they're saying, "Oh, how does a man like this become?" Because I'm getting massive on my YouTube. I've only had it four weeks. You know what I mean? And they they stereotype me because I'm a, I'm a gangster, and they're like, even Channel Nine's like, "Oh, we're not too sure about doing a show with you because you're a gangster." Because I've had a few offers about gangster wants a wife, ex gangster wants a wife, shows like that. I just get put off when they stereotype me. So I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to talk to you. Fuck off. And I just oh, block them. That's so fucking weird, dude. People, I hate when people do that shit. Like, Yeah, I get stereotyped pretty bad over here, bro. Straight out. I'm telling you. America's not <laughs> like that, though. I, I mean, tattoos are so common here, dude. Everybody's got them. So, uh, and, and right now, you know the fab with rappers is all the face tats and everything. So I have to get a beard to cover. I've got a fucking tattoo across my whole jawline. I've had to grow my beard so I can't show it because everywhere I go, I put makeup on my face so I can get into places. I can't go nowhere. They fucking just, I'm banned from the casino, five-year ban. I can't walk in there. Just to fucking, they're discriminating. Like well, if you come over here and they don't know who you are and you've got a t-shirt on, you're not getting into any single bar, club at all. Unless they know who you are. Yeah, unless they know, like we own 30 nightclubs so I can get in because my cousins and my brothers own majority of the nightlife over here. You know, I mean, if you Google my cousin, the Ibrahim family, we own literally like 38 nightclubs. So I can get in anyway, me. But if you tried the way you are, you got no hope, brother, unless they know who you, like you, because you're, you're a celebrity, is different. But if you came over, like if your manager came over with tattoos, he's not getting in anywhere, bro, straight out. They literally will just... Jen doesn't even have one tattoo. She has none. <laughs> That's why he's work, bro. He's the opposite of each other. He's both fucking lunatics, bro. I'm telling you. And that's why he's so fucking, yeah. <clears throat> you know, like, um, yeah, a lot of the stuff you see, though, that's just like our everyday stuff. When I do the laundry, dude, I'm just going to take a big of her panties. You know, that's just how I am. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm going to go here. There's a girl here cleaning and she's just cacking herself. Every time you're saying something, she's just fucking laughing. I, well, I mean, like, I don't want to be like, not me. It's true. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't help it. You know, like, this is oh. who we are. You know, I hope to get to meet your brother when you come and I'm going to wrap it up because I've taken a lot of your time up this morning. Uh, so what time is it there now? No, it's uh, 6 p.m. We're just we're going to go grab something to eat. So I'm, I'm already almost done for the day. You know, I, I already done a lot of stuff. I've been up since like five in the morning. Yeah, I got up Whoa. at 6 a.m. to do this fucking what? thing with your brother straight out. Hell yeah. I got a girl to sleep over. I said she could wake me up. This girl slept here. I said, oh, you got to sleep over tonight. She goes, why? I said, you got to wake me up. In the I go, I don't listen to the alarms. I go, you got to wake me up. So she's cleaning now. The poor thing slept here just to fucking wake me up for your interview. <laughs> right, yeah, it's perfect. But uh, yeah, you guys have any other questions that you didn't? Yeah, man. What's what's your what's your daily routine? Uh, so I usually get, I'm always the first up. She, she still does some bartending on the weekend. So she'll sleep later than me. I'm always up first. First thing I like to do is I go in my car every day, get a coffee, and I listen to motivational videos like Gary Vendorchak and um, you know, all these people. I at least listen to like 20 to 30 minutes while I ride around, come back to my house, I'll meditate for 15, 20 minutes, then read, and then I'll start my work. And that's every day. And then, of course, I hit the gym six days a week at some point in the day. But morning, yeah, that's how I love to start my morning. And then when the missus gets up, I go eat her ass. And then <laughs> oh, you're a fucking funny guy. I like you, bro. I hope you come over here, bro. I'll take you out. I'll show you Sydney. We'll get fucking on the bender together. And I'll hope you get some pranks on your missus. And we'll do something fucking hectic. Can I just ask? You know, can, I, can I just ask? It's, it's um, on our list. I just ask. Like, so you got a lot of people that make content, right? And... You know, people think they're real and then later on you find out everything was staged and, and you know, fake. How do you sort of go about, you know, because obviously not every video is going to be 100% authentic. You know, it gets to a point where like if you're doing it for a living and if it's a business, you sort of got to keep doing it and you got to keep writing new sketches, right? So how do you have the balance where it's, you know, sort of real, authentic, but at the same time, you know, without going too fake? 
So if you if you watch, you'll see that we, we do a lot of skits as well. So you never know what we're gonna do. Uh, it, sometimes it's public. Like now, one some of our biggest videos aren't even us pranking each other. They're like the "Are you hornies?" that we do, where we're in public, and I'll just be like, "Baby, horny." She just has to go on, oh, no matter where we are. So you know, we play games in public. We do skits. Do we do pranks? Yeah, but we actually do skits and like the public shit more, and that's what actually people like more, and that's what we're going more towards because. We do that shit anyway. Like when I'm out with her, I'll fucking throw a dildo on the floor that I brought, and she won't even know. And I'll be like, "Babe, you dropped this!" Like in front of everyone. Like we don't care. So, <laughs> you know, the public stuff. Our biggest videos are actually the "Are You Horny" series, which if you guys see, that's all legit. We just go in public, like you know, in front of people, and she'll just turn and be like, "Babe, you horny?" And then I just got to start moaning like an idiot, you know, and that you know all these different things that we do. So if you never know what you're gonna get, you could get a prank. But some months we'll just do all stuff in public and then you don't you don't see them or, you know, or we do the skits. And then even the skits are real because we don't plan sometimes what the fuck's going to happen. So it's different. You know, we're not luckily we're not just like, oh, we're just pranksters. No, we do everything. We'll go in public with stuff, you know, like uh, when I had her with the vibrating panties on in public and I was blasting the button. I've seen know, that. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> We, we diversify, man. You get, you got it. You never know what you're gonna get. Like our last four videos were not even pranks. They're just like all funny skits, like the coffee one, and like um, my biggest viral last month was showing different sleeping positions in bed. Like one of them was like, I don't know if you guys saw that, but like you know, one of them's like her rubbing against me in a hard, and you know, like the um, horny position, like a spoon, you know. So. We're all over the place. I don't think there's ever going to be like, a, oh, you know, because we're not just prank, 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 prank. And that's not what we want to be anyway, because we're not just where we love the skits and everyday raw life. Like me ripping ass in her face while the fans on like this is stuff we do, you know, <laughs> everybody does. We're not going to hide it. So, you know, this is like or when she's on her phone, I fuck her up or she fucks me up, you know, so. We just diversify. There's never going to be like just all pranks. We started with them, but we really love the skits and people really love the public shit that we do where we embarrass each other. So that's basically it, you know? Does it ever? Get... Sorry, man. Does it ever get to a point? Does it ever get to a point where you feel like you know you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I just can't be bothered or I'm not in the mood? Nah, I love this shit. No, no if way. If you thought like that, you wouldn't succeed. Is that's why succeeding breakers are fucking hungry for life, hundred percent. Yeah. I love it. I promised guys overseas I would do this. So, you know, a lot, some didn't come back. Some died, you know, killed themselves and suicide. And so like that plus, I know that I am the best content creator in the world. I just know. I just, yeah, hundred percent. Hands down. You are. Can you, can you talk, can you talk more about that? Like the inspiration when you were overseas and, you know, cause that's a whole different lifestyle, man. Like that's, yeah, that's, different, man. that's a whole yeah. different ball game compared to what you're doing now. So how did you sort of transition and, and you know how what does that sort of represent that sort of past? I actually I went to Iraq when I was twenty. I did fifteen months tour. Um, I turned twenty one overseas actually. And while I was over there, you know, we got bombed and rocket attacked. And I was young, and uh, a lot of guys at the time were much older than me, so they were married. Their wives were cheating on them. You know the fucking stories. But I was always like fucking nuts bro like i was shitting in their boots you know i was i would show up in their room with in the middle of the night wiping my ass on their face like i was the morale like everybody in the company they called the company like 300 people knew me they knew i was nuts they knew like this kid is like fucking crazy you've got to be an entertainer so one day i was sitting there with them all in the humvee in like 120 degree heat we were guarding the president of iraq at the time and like, you know, Hammy, like somebody's going to get out and be an entertainer. It's going to be you. Like, you just promise us you'll do it. And I was like, you know, and I thought they're fucking around. Like, no, you really, you got to. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll do it. And so even when I was young, I used to film. Even when I was eight years old, I would film fucking horror movies gone perverted. Like even at like eight or nine, dude, like a guy's fucking dick would get cut off. When I was like nine years old filming this and it was funny, like, and there were funny videos. So after I got out, I was diagnosed by the state of Massachusetts with PTSD um and anxiety you know i had bad panic i tried to go to school i had to drop out because it was hard for me to sit in class and so uh eventually i ended up getting a job for the state department of mental health and started getting help but like my real help came from jen like my girl she saved me man like i didn't travel for so long and she was like i'm a traveler 
you're going to fucking travel if you want to stay with me. She made me go to Mexico, and I was so scared and panicked and nervous, and I went, dude, and I'll never forget. I just walked on the balcony and started crying out because it was like a breakthrough. You know, like anxiety held me back for so long, and she just got me there and, like, even talk about it. It's, it's tough. It's tough, brother. Well, yeah. you should be proud of yourself. You should be very proud of yourself, bro. That's my girl. I love her, bro. Like that. She's really, she's really like, it's like off camera. It's real love, bro. I love, I die for her. So she's really helpful. So. Fuck, that gives me goosebumps, bro. Fucking hell, I'm telling you. See, listening to you, it's good to see this side to you. I think that's why you're so successful. God's had a plan for you, bro. You've had a hard life, obviously. You tried to do your best for your country and all that. Fucking, mate, I applaud you for coming through the walks of life you've come through. And I'm sure he's about he's both gonna get more bigger than he's already are. It's hard to get bigger than you are anyway, but I'm sure he's gonna get that TV show. Yeah, we're just gonna drop a porn clip and then I'll You be know what would be fucking interesting to see you in a fucking interview telling about the war and all that, going from that to what that would get fucking three hundred million views, mate. Going from the midst of the deaths of the war to becoming the funniest cunt in America. Yeah, people are starting to catch on, like MSNBC and stuff. They're That's like, hectic, man. I'm telling you, your life story is there's more than meets the eye of you, and I reckon you should fucking get get onto that straight up. I'm t I'll just listen to you and fucking, I've seen a fair bit in my life, and it sent shivers down my fucking spine. Just picturing you in the war from that to I don't know how the fuck you did it, bro. Straight out seeing dead people and a lot of work man it's still a lot of work and anybody in social media and influencers needs to take care of themselves they need to you know you need to read you got to take time for yourself and and meditate or at least you know something you have to take care of yourself because there's mad critics dude no matter what you do so you have to be able to just fucking deal with it you know no you're not perfect you're not when i first started people said i was shit now i got millions and millions of fans and you still get a little hate not really much but I expect it. Now I love it because I'm fucking doing crazy shit. We're doing crazy shit. Not everyone's going to like it, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, they can suck my dick, and they're going to see my videos for the rest of their fucking lives because I love, do I love doing this. We both love doing it. So, you know, when we have little kids and we have all that, it's going to be filmed. It's going to fucking be there for the world, you know? So, so how, do, how, do you, how did you do with the PTSD, right? How do, how do you do with that? So I, meditation was, is one thing. Always meditation really has calmed me down, helped me relax. Because, you know, when you're over there, it's not when you're getting bombed and rocket attacked. It's when they stop for like four or five days and you're anticipating it. Yeah, 100%. Always the worst. Like, damn, it's been too quiet, guys. Like three to four days. And all of a sudden, five in the morning, boom, rockets, mortars. It's all coming in. Like the anticipation, man. So that's really what my biggest issue was. So meditation's really brought me to a a different view and relax and plus you know the whole reading and dude i even see a fucking therapist once a week and i have to because but I, I listen i relate to you more than you realize i was convicted of killing someone i went to jail for nine years and just seeing one person die in my in my eyes literally in my hands it fucking rattles you i'm telling you that's why i don't understand how you in it over in the war seeing numerous people dying like i've got that guy's footage in my mind I could talk about it. I've been convicted of killing this bloke, so I could talk about it openly. But, bro, it, it fucking plays on my mind more than you'd ever imagine. Like, there hasn't gone a day. This guy died in 2005, I think it was, end of 2005. And it's on my mind throughout my whole prison lagging. When I'm on the streets, I never sit there and be a mad and say, yeah, this, that. I actually say it for what it is. It fucked with my head. Seriously, it's fucked in my head, you know. So I don't know how the fuck he's doing with it when he's come back from war. Luckily, over there, I didn't have to fucking, you know, we got shot at a few times. It was all the rockets and mortars. Luckily, I never had to fucking kill anyone. Like, not, none of that. Like, but my friend wise, yeah, some friends got hurt badly. Some went back and died. Some have committed suicide. But being in the war zone 24 7, you know, they're always after you. You know, there's different roads that are black and. You know, IEDs are blowing up all over the place. They're bombing and rocketing you every day. So there's a lot that fucking still goes on. Um, Mentally, it would fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I remember when we were in Baghdad, one hit right in the middle, and two of our dudes got shrapped all fucking fucked up, man. They got shrapped. It blew out all the store windows. They were wow. fucked up. Yeah, so 
you know, you do see some crazy shit, and and it's like, I would rather have it just happen, like the rockets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, than anticipating it. Bro, I'm telling you, if you Google my name, you'll see the articles, assassinate, people trying to assassinate me, cunts were found in my basement, hiding with balacavas on, waiting for me to come home. So I understand when you're anticipating death. If you read the articles over here, oh yeah, Tajor might be murdered this week, so and so, rah, rah. So anticipating it, I even say that what you just said, like even he asks me, do you get paranoid, bro, walking out of your house knowing that there's a contract on your life? I go, the anticipation is worse than fucking, I just wish some car would just run up on me and just fuck put a clip in my head. Just waiting for it, it does my fucking head in, mate. I'm telling you. And I live in the heart of Sydney, you know what I mean? So I live in the midst of Sydney where amongst all my enemies, and it's ugly, bro. Like every day, oh, fuck. I, when I leave the house, I think, fuck, is a gunman going to try to take me out today? You know what I mean? And they actually report about it in the media. They say, waiting for assassination, uh, a heat team to kill him. It's just all on my fucking head, bro. So I don't know how the fuck you've gone from that to where you are. Uh, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. When he wants to take me, he's going to take me. So once you accept it, that's it. You accept it. And then once you don't fear death, then what the fuck? There's nothing else besides herpes. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons why you're going so hard. And... He said yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told them. So a promise is a promise. And like I said, I've had guys, one, one of my buddies, I won't say names, but four kids. He committed suicide. You know, he was one that I told that I would do it. And he just, he just fucking those demons, bro. Some people just can't, you know, they just can't get out of that. So, you know, we're really big into mental health. And that's why I don't give a fuck about talking about anxiety or panic or depression. Because somebody could be feeling so fucked up, hear this interview and be like, oh, shit. You know what, dude? He's this big and he's got the fucking dick to talk about it. Because here in America, they want to cover up this like it's either a weirdo or something. Yeah. For having this fucking bullshit, everybody's got it, dude. You know, everybody's gonna have it. At one point in your life, you're gonna fucking be on your knees praying to God like you've never done before, and life's gonna fuck you up. You're gonna have panic, and you're gonna have it. And maybe here in this tape, someone will be like, "Oh shit, this is what it is," because knowing what it is takes away the fear. Hundred percent, true. Yeah. The most fucked up shit. I saw your recent post was uh, that you're doing a giveaway. So how do you just which fan gets it? Is that a random sort of pick or? When it comes to like launching a video, I'll give three fans $10, right? Which, you know, to some people is not a lot, but there's fans over in like Philippines for $10, like they earn $100 a month. But usually the people that I watch that are hardcore every video, and I can see history and messages that I'll go through and be like, yo, they've been supporting, like, let me send it to them. So that's usually how that goes. If it's something bigger like this one where they need to follow my backup and follow some people, then it's kind of similar, you know, but... I also have a random generator, so if they didn't enter properly, then I wouldn't do it, you know. But if they've entered and they're over the age of 18 for this this one that we're doing now, not the other $10 ones, then that's usually just a random generator will generate it for us. So that's usually how we do it. What would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Uh, yeah, I don't this is it. I knew this was it, so I don't know. I don't think. I didn't have a plan B. I just went with plan A, you know. This is it. Yeah, 100%. I knew. I just knew. You know when you know. So. Yeah, you're talented. That's obviously fucking over. Everyone's good at one thing. Everyone's good at one thing in life. I, I believe everyone's. You know what I mean? You got one fucking thing that you're good at. You're all fucking good at selling your life. Fucking. Just read the book. One thing. Literally, it's right over here. I just read it. One fucking thing. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Gary Vendercheck. Gary. Yeah, Gale. man. Gary V's dope. I'm very close with Gary, so. Even when I talk to him, that it's it's one thing. Like it's if you're good at one thing, all hands on deck, just fucking smash that one thing, and that's it. And when you become so good and so knowledgeable and so talented that one thing, people pay you. That's it. Hundred percent, bro. Gary, he's dope, man. All right, brother. Well, I'm gonna fucking. I still got more questions. Maybe the guy's got something to do, bro. He's been working all day. You can ask him. Just well, you know, I'm not in a rush. I get everything done, so. Oh, you're not in a rush? I just don't want to, yeah, I just don't want to impose on you too much. No, no, no. What's the sort of best advice that you've gotten or what's something that, you know, you you live by? Uh, I, 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 what, what do I always say? I would say uh, double your failure rate. Always double your failure rate. Don't be afraid to fail. Try anything. Videos that I think suck dick end up going massive. So just fucking double your failure rate. Don't worry about succeeding. Just do, focus on the failures. That's when you're going to learn. 
you said that you said that when you started you had some videos that you know were didn't do so well how did you sort of um keep that mentality where you sort of didn't get affected by the views because a lot i know there's a lot of people out there that probably have hopes to do videos or you know they have sort of they want to get on the internet and on social media and sort of get a big following but then they're sort of stifled by the numbers you know they they're sort of worrying about the followers and they're you know they're not paying attention to what sort of matters so how did you sort of get over that or was that ever an issue for you or well, I mean, I can tell you right now that I started with zero. So I started with zero fucking followers and I'm just a person and everybody on this earth is a person. So you can do it as well, but you cannot be afraid to fail. I just take the criticism, which is hard to get nowadays because people just want to hate, you know, you know, the people that have a fake profile jerking off in their parents' basement that are miserable, hating on your shit, you know, those things. But luckily I had people that actually gave me some critiques and I met the right people. So I just kept working on my craft just like anything you know um and failed and then i just learned from it and then i failed and now i am so good at it i just know what works and what won't work and that's because i failed a lot and i'll continue to fail and you know get better though without failure you're never going to get better you're not going to just all of a sudden get all the perfect camera equipment get all the right mics film it and then you're going to upload and you're going to get fucking two million views it's never going to happen you know i used to get 10 views 20 views and now I get a million views in fucking three hours, but it took time. You have any tattoos that you regret? What's the sort of weirdest tattoo that you've gotten or what's most spontaneous thing? They all tell a story. Everything that I got, like when I first went into boot camp, after I went to boot camp, you know, I got like soldier written on my arm. And then when I went to Iraq, after Iraq, like I got, you know, I got like all the like hear no evil, see no evil. I get the fucking guns, you know, so everything tells a story. For me so different parts of my life i'll go get tattooed up like after the war i got a shit ton of tattoos you know and and family things that have happened and my grandmother's passing and stuff have all just gone on me so everything is like a story on me so i don't regret any of it i, I love them all have you got a good relationship with your in-laws considering you fuck with their daughter so bad <laughs> yeah, yeah what's your father-in-law say when you've fucking done something real bad to his daughter and he's thought this fucking cunt he laughs. We all get along. My dad's crazy like me, dude. My dad's fucking nuts. So I can imagine, bro. It's in your blood. Him and my mom have actually been married like 40, 47 years. Um, so it, yeah, it's it's he's fucking nuts. I used to do shit all the time. They don't even question anything. We had dildos all over the house and stuff. They don't even fucking say anything. They don't, my mom too. They they don't care. How They're do just, they handle their son so gone so viral and famous? And they said, what what's their opinion on that? They, did they ever tell you? Son, be careful, take it back a little bit, or are they fucking supporting 110%? No, they support. They know this is, nice. this is what they want to do. So they know, and, you know, you got to remember, too, that they're older. So, like, some social media, they don't even really understand. But they know, you know, there's always kids. Kids show up at my parents' door looking for me. So, like, they know, oh, shit, my son's getting fit, you know? I looked on YouTube. You don't have any interviews or anything at the moment, do you? Do you sort of steer away from that, or...? Um, I, I just, I, I wanted to wait for the right time. And I think now it's, it's, um, you know, I, I did have an interview with Gary V. I met with him. I went in person. I met with him and did his podcast and I just kept my head down and just fucking worked. But now I think that any publicity is good and I want to get my message out. And I think now we're big enough and powerful enough to start getting a message out about PTSD, anxiety, and showing people that love still alive. Cause you know, people nowadays, they're just on date naps they just hang and bang and they leave and they're like oh love's not what it used to be or it's dead but i think that's bullshit because look at us i don't think it's dead you know so it's like so much stuff but yeah you're right all of a sudden now all the podcasts and everything are coming out so i think people are really like i said man it's like you take a snowball you roll it down the hill and all of a sudden it gets bigger 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 so you know now we're seeing this so yeah yeah now i just take them all i don't care how big they are or small I'll talk to anybody and fucking you know yeah, I appreciate that, honestly. And fucking, it's good to see you, masculine bloke. Even though you're a funny cat, you're still masculine. You've been through your whole life sitting there crying on TV about how much you love your wife, your missus. That's fucking great. I'm telling you straight out, it's real. It's raw. And hopefully a lot of cunts out there will stop thinking oh, too hard to be fucking, show that side. It's good you respect your missus extremely, bro. Fuck, I'm telling you. It's good that people can see beyond the fucking jokes what you do to her and that. You genuinely fucking love her. And it's a genuine fucking relationship, you know what I mean? So she's very grateful. She, she she should be grateful to have a man that's like that because in this world, bro, you know how men are. 
There's not many men that will fucking show the common courtesy and respect to their partner like you did on TV. And yeah, I think we'll just wrap that up. And I really appreciate, it, brother, honestly. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm grateful for you coming on. If there's anything I can do for you over here, and I'm sure you're going to reach the whole entire Sydney watches my fucking thing straight out, and the media will comment on it. So the. I will send you the link in that when they do the articles over here. So far, every time I've done a podcast, they've done an article about it. What's up with you and dick pics, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to send you a dick pic of mine, brother. Try it out. Let's give it to you. Just put it in your memory box. <laughs> you know why I'm so onto it? Because earlier, I sent, I sent the missus a dick pic, right? And you know, I'm white, so my dick's small. I'm Irish, too. So I... <laughs> Hey, can you get me water? Can you get me water? So I have an app, right? I have a Photoshop app, and I was fucking with it. I was stretching my dick out to make it look bigger. Fuck, I need the app. What's the app, bro? I've got to make mine bigger, too. What's that? Photoshop. Photoshop. <laughs> Comes out all fucked up, man. It's like a, like a slinky, like with a big head. It fucked up, but that's why not like the topics on my head because I was sending it to her and I was crying laughing she's like what the fuck is that I was like all stressed out you know you're a dead set funny cunt bro um, I knew it was going to be a good interview anyway from seeing your um, videos and I knew you were going to be good value and I'm sure we're going to get heaps of views out of this I'm 100% sure mate I done a fucking thing with this girl the other day I dated her took her away for the weekend they done an article she rings me up she goes I've got 70,000 ads on Instagram. I go, I've only got fucking 45,000. How the fuck do you get more ads than I've got just by me posting you? Like, I get a lot of fucking stalkers just constantly. They don't, they don't follow me because I don't know why, but I've got a lot of stalkers here, bro. Like, I'm telling you, you once I put on my Instagram, I get it like four, four, four to five million. Um, you know, when you go to your, your shows, you how much comes up? There's like five million people will look at my picture but won't like it. Is that fucking weird or what? Might be boys watching you. Oh, uh, you know what it is? It's 78%, 78% men stalking me. These fucking stalking cunts say, we, we'll both get, I'll gain something out of this. I'll gain out of bringing you on for sure, but I'm sure a lot of Australia will start. If that, They really know who you are anyway. You don't need my fucking help. I need your help if anything. So thanks, brother, for helping me out. Yeah, we, we plan on it. We plan on there, India, Australia, those two. And so, um, you know, you guys will know. When we're coming out, we'll let everyone yeah, know. Yeah, Julia, let, you let me know anything you, you need. If I can, you, anything you need help with, bro, just fucking send me a message, shoot me the message and consider it done. You know what I mean? You have my word on that. When you guys hit Australia, man, you got to definitely reach out, man. We've got to take you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to see too, you know. It's so fucking big, obviously. So it's, you know, you want to map it out right. And we're, we're, When we travel, we don't just like, you know, land and then just get drunk. We like to see stuff. Like Mexico, we went to ancient ruins and like, you know, and you know, too long, you know, we, we really like to see stuff, you know, so, and then get fucked up too. We'll show you some but kangaroos and stuff. I'll mate. show you some kangaroos. I'll show you some other stuff, brother. You'll be surprised how we live over here. <laughs> I'll, I'll expose you to a world that you didn't know existed, brother. I come from a different world, a different walk of life. I'm sure you'll love it. All right, bro. I'll wrap it up. Thank you, brother. Thanks say, for your time, man. thank you to your manager too and all that. And hopefully you and your wife have a long and happy marriage and kids and Surely you're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna be fucking successful. Once we get real big and then you get bigger, we're all gonna meet back up and then uh, have a circle jerk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my brother. Take Th care of yourself. Thanks for your time, buddy. And thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Take care. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye -bye. Appreciate it, man.